Thanks, Spartan Dog 97. When I'm not watching Chad Latt sing WAP on repeat, I'm Odell Bredham Jr. Guys, welcome to the Bacon Wire Bets Pod. Introduce yourselves. Uh, I am uh, I'm Mitch Stewart. John Dwyer. And this is Sparty My Take. All right, welcome, guys. Just, refer to so, me as takes. just takes? Yeah. So really, what we want to do with this podcast is just give our infinite knowledge and wisdom of making money off of sports gambling. Just relay that information to you guys and hopefully make everybody a little bit richer. So what we're going to do is we have a list of games ranging from the NFL to college football and then finally the NBA. So we're going to go down the list, give you some point spreads, uh, each one of our picks for that game, and then we'll each kind of identify our best bet of the week. So let's start off with the New York Giants facing the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Sean, what do you think of this game? I think it's going to be very interesting to see if the Giants can really stop Pittsburgh more so than anything else. Um, Pittsburgh gets Ben Roethlisberger back. They get Juju back. They get Connor back. Everyone's healthy to start the season at least. Um, what do the Giants do on de- do on defense? They're going to have to figure something out. I'm taking Pittsburgh minus the six. Um, I'm not really a fan of the Giants. Daniel Jones, second year, he's going to have to prove it. And I'm also going to take the under 46 because I don't know how the uh, Giants score on Pittsburgh's defense. Okay. Mitch, I know you're a Giants fan. Uh, what's yep. your what's your perspective of this game? All fire Dave Gettleman. Um, <laughs> second of all, Daniel Jones, wildly mediocre. Um, and our new captain, Jabroni Peppers, from the University of Michigan, uh, sucks. He uh, – yeah, I don't even understand how that guy gets captaincy. It makes me hate my team. Um, so, yeah, I think Pittsburgh covers this one easy. Um, Pittsburgh minus six. Um, yeah, and I would also take the take the under there. I don't know how the Giants score at all. Um, I, I just have no confidence in their offensive line. I have no confidence in their offensive weapons. And uh, I have no confidence in a – Jabroni Peppers, captain defense. So, all right, takes. Who do you like? I like the Steelers. Um, I don't. I know the only reason why the Giants are going to score is if they give Saquon the ball fifty times, and I'm sure the Steelers will be ready for it. Uh, I think the under. I can see this game being like a twenty-one to nothing type slugfest, and I'll turn it off immediately. So I like the Steelers. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you three. I really think Pittsburgh, they came off a season last year where they were a little bit discombobulated with all the injuries and kind of drama dealing with Antonio Brown being gone, uh, him throwing dicks at people on other teams. Um, but I really like Pittsburgh minus six. I think they're going to really roll in this game. Uh, in terms of the under, I'm going to go under as well. I really just don't see Danny Dimes getting in a shootout with Big Ben. Um don't think that that team's there yet. So I will go Pittsburgh minus six as well as the under. Uh, next game we have on our slate are the Tennessee Titans versus the revamped Denver Broncos. Sean? I'm going Tennessee minus two and a half because I wasn't smart enough to get it when I opened at Tennessee plus two and a half or plus two. Um, so that was, that was my bad. Um, Drew Locke's going to have to prove it to me before I even buy into Denver. I know they've they got a lot of young weapons, a lot of young guys, but 
but Tennessee didn't go to the, um, the championship game last year for no reason. Derrick Henry's going to be a bowling ball up there. Denver's missing um, Von Miller off the edge. Bradley Chubb's coming off injury, so he's going to have to see what he's all about. And then I'm also taking the under 41 to, um, as well. Um, that's where I got it at. Uh, Tennessee was not a very superpower offense last year, but they got the job done. That defense, like I said, Drew Lark's going to have to prove to me that he can put up points in that Denver offense. Mitch, who do you like in this game? Yeah, I hate, I hate to keep agreeing, but uh, I, I'm going to go with Tennessee. Uh, Drew Locke doesn't give me any confidence in Denver at all. And, um, you know, I think Ken Hill got, uh, got a nice contract after getting them to the uh, AFC Championship game last year. So I think he's going to come out and uh, try and prove his worth. Um, so I got Tennessee minus two and a half. Um, and I don't think either of them are going to score very much. So the under uh, 41 as well. Um, and also looking at the first half, it has Tennessee minus one. I think they cover that easy. I think they're probably up by seven, you know, seven to ten. Okay. Takes, who do you like? So this is like my lock and loaded play of the week. Uh, okay. I got, I got Tennessee early. I was bragging to Sean earlier today. I had Tennessee plus two. Von Miller's out. Uh, I have this same, I have this theory that, you know, there's no preseason, so how are they going to be able to tackle this machine that is Derrick Henry? Uh, he may score four touchdowns, um, but I have them in so many parlays, so I'm really sticking my neck out there with the Titans. Also, um, I just don't know what to expect from horse cock lock. Um, you know, <laughs> it's, it's going to be tough. You know, Tennessee has a great defense. I I don't know. I know Clowney signed with Tennessee. I doubt he plays this week, but I don't think they need him. I like Tennessee to just ram it down uh, Denver's throat. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with you guys again. Uh, I really do like Tennessee minus two and a half this game. Um, I will be going with the over in this game. I really think that that revamped Broncos offense. I know Cortland Sutton, he's a little banged up, probably questionable or doubtful this week, but I love that they drafted Jerry Judy gave uh, Horsecock Drew Locke another big weapon up there. Um, then, obviously, signing Melvin Gordon. That's going to be huge. Uh, they've always been known for that offensive line. So, I'm interested to see how that plays out along with Philip Lindsay. So, give me Tennessee minus two and a half and the over in that game. Uh, now, we'll move to Dallas minus three against the Los Angeles Rams. Sean, who do we like in this game? I got the Rams plus three. And to start with, I think Sean McVay coming off an off season where he kind of had to second guess himself and look at everything he's done and reevaluate going against the Dallas team where they've got a new coach and they're trying to redo things. You know, I also think Dallas's offensive line, you know, Frederick retired, um, Collins is out. You got Aaron Donald going against the middle of an offensive line that's pretty much brand new. So I don't know if I put much stock into that. Um, and then also, I don't like Dak Prescott as a quarterback. I don't think he's, I don't think he's it. So I'm going to go against Dallas. I'm going to take three points with the Rams, and I'm also going over 52 because Mike McCarthy is going to figure out offense. Sean McVay is going to figure out offense. So I think both teams are going to be good offensively, and I think the Rams get it done at the end of the day. Mitch, uh, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go Dallas minus three. Um, 
I'm hoping I'm re- I'm hoping uh Dak Prescott shows uh Jerry Jones that he uh, deserves some money. Maybe not like Deshaun Watson money, but he I, I think I think he'll get paid. He's solid. And um and then I'll take the over fifty one and a half as well. Okay. Takes. I like the Cowboys in this one, uh, minus three. Uh, I have a rule at the beginning of the year, especially in a contract year, I expect Dak to go crazy. Uh, he has a new toy in C.D. Lamb. Uh, you know, the Cowboys just have so many weapons, and I think Kellen – is Kellen Moore calling the plays? Um, I, I expect them to have a little bit of wrinkles. I, I like the overplay, but I like Dallas minus three. Um, just – I have a rule that never bet on the Rams, uh, especially after they let me down in the Super Bowl when I bet the over. So I still have a bias against them, just being honest. But I like the Cowboys, tons of weapons. um, And I expect there to be a lot of points early in the year. Yeah, so I'm actually going to go with the Rams, just money line. Um, I think they win this game outright. I absolutely love what the Rams stand for in terms of how they – construct a roster. I love Sean McVay. Um, I love that they paid Jalen Ramsey. And I mean, when looking at Dallas, they always seem to kind of start off a little slow. So I'm also going to go with the under in this game. Um, Really just kind of looking for that offense to find its new rhythm. They have so many toys for Dak to play with. I'm really interested to see what happens there. But week one, I'm going to go with the Rams. Uh, so the next game we have is my personal favorite of the week. It's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and New Orleans Saints. Uh, Sean, what are your thoughts on this game? New Orleans. I got New Orleans with the three and a half. New Orleans minus three and a half. Um, it's kind of the same thing I thought about Denver. Tom Brady's going to have to prove it to me that he's going to be able to play in Tampa Bay, even though he's got all the weapons around him, Leonard Fournette and Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. O.J. Howard and Gronk, um, I just got to see them all mesh together. And, you know, New Orleans kind of kept a lot of roster continuity, and Tampa Bay's throwing it all together. So until I see it from Tampa Bay, I'm not really going to buy into it much. Um, in terms of the under-over right now, I'm going to go with the under just because I think there's a lot of people that are expecting this to just be a offensive slugfest of a game, and I'm not really sure it's going to be. Uh, the Saints have a good defense. Tampa Bay is going to be a lot better improved on the defense with Devin White in the middle of that defense. Um, so I'm going to go with New Orleans minus three and a half, and the under I got at 48 and a half. Mitch, what are you going with in this game? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I'd be hard for us to say uh, I'm, I'm like I, I'm not I'm definitely not rooting for Tampa in this one. Uh, I'd love to see Tom Brady uh, flounder, and honestly, this season I'd, I'd actually like to see the Patriots win. Um, I think it'd be uh, I think it'd be pretty funny. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go uh, New Orleans uh, minus three and a half, and I'm not gonna take the under. I, I think I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the over. Uh, I think um, I think New Orleans can score, and I think Tampa will score too. Um, they have all those. They have all those weapons, and you know Tom Brady's still Tom Brady. Like he's very good, but I just don't think he's you know the greatest of all time. Like people like talk about. I think a lot of that was uh, was Belichick. Um, but we're gonna learn that this season. So I'll take New Orleans minus three and a half and the over. 
takes? So this one's been kind of tough for me. Uh, personally, I respect Tom Brady and everything he does, even though he's a Michigan man. Uh, the game's in New Orleans, but, you know, I, I don't even know if they're going to – are they having fans down there? I know it's kind of like the SEC country, so anything kind of goes. Um, but I think Tampa Bay plus three – is it three and a half or is it three? Cause, three and a half currently. Yeah, I'll take – I mean, I'll take three and a half. Uh, Tom Brady's going to be on a mission. He has all those weapons. The defense was never the problem. The question I have is if Mike Evans plays, uh, he's questionable. He's on my fantasy team. I'll cry if he doesn't play week one, but I'll take the points in this one. Yeah, I kind of, I, I actually, I'm going to flip up the script. I'm going to take Tampa Bay in this game. I am all in on the Buccaneers hype train. I think the season's either going to go one or two ways. I think either Tampa Bay, they're going to be 12 and four, 13 and three type dominance, or it's going to be just absolute atrocity. But I'm leaning more towards them just being a great football team. I'm excited to see this new offense. Um, Net for the over, I'm going to go over. Um, I know New Orleans' defense was a lot better last year. I just really think that this game in the Superdome is going to be more of a track meet. So give me Tampa Bay and the over. Um, the next game we have are our hometown Detroit Lions, who are minus three against Mitchell Trubisky and the Chicago Bears. Uh, Sean, what are your takes on this game? Um, I'm going to start with the one that I'm the more confident in, and that's the under 43 and a half, which is where I got it. Just because, you know, I don't think Chicago is going to score a lot, no matter who's under center. So that right there leans towards the under. Stafford coming off an injury. Uh, we'll see what he's got, but he's got the weapons. Um, I don't know what DeAndre Swift's status is. I don't know. He's listed at four string right now, but I don't really buy that. I think he'll get snaps. Um, this is going to come down to really the, the matchup for me right now is going to be where Khalil Mack lines up versus the Lions' right side of the line, where you've got a new right tackle, you've got a new right guard, and potentially one of the best pass rushers ever. And no, so we'll see what happens there. I'm going to take Chicago plus three just because I think I, I don't like the Lions. I won't pretend. <laughs> I'll bet against the Lions every day of the week. Mitch, what are your feelings on this game? Uh, my burnt bacon pick of the week is going to be the Lions minus three. Uh, I think uh, at the Bears suck. I know Trubisky uh, had his best game against the um, Lions last year, but Matt Patricia is taking a little bit step back from the defense, so I think they'll be improved. And I like a healthy Matt Stafford with all the same exact weapons he had last year. Um, I think um, – Adrian Peterson adds a nice new wrinkle to that offense as well. Nice veteran presence. Um, you know, we, we know that carry-on can't stay healthy to save his life. And DeAndre Swift is obviously, um, you know, might be limited or whatever. But I think uh, Adrian Peterson will be ready to, to carry whatever load they ask him to carry. Uh, so I'll go uh, Lions minus three. And uh, I'll take the under because I don't think the Bears are going to score all that much either. Takes? Yeah, um, I'm actually going to go with the Lions, minus three. I know I was leaning the Bears, but um, I think a healthy Matt Stafford, um, the Lions always play really good at the beginning part of the year when there's no pressure on them. Um, I think the 
I don't think the Bears defense is the same Bears defense as it been. Obviously, they still have Mac, return of the Mac, great song. And, um, but I think the Lions have their weapons. They have Kenny Galladay, my boy, uh, who I call the GOAT. And then you still have Marvin Jones, TJ Hawkins, and they have weapons. And I think that they'll win a, a really low scoring game. It might be, you know, 10 to 7 or something like that. Mitch Trubisky can't throw the ball to the left side of the field. Um, I would be more scared if Nick Foles was in there, to be honest. But I like the Lions in this one. Yeah, I'm. I'm going with the Chicago Bears, plus three. I think that they're going to win this game outright. Um, Kenny Galladay, he's banged up. He didn't practice today. You have uh, Jeff Okuda. He's not scheduled to start, but he barely practiced today. DeAndre Swift's banged up. Carrion Johnson, who's cousins with Joshua Langford. I don't know what's going on with that family and their inability to stay healthy. Um, that's concerning to me. And then your prize free agent, a Big V at right tackle, he's not going to play. Um, so I think Cleo Max just going to – he's going to have that dominant type game where he can just win it by himself. So I'm going to take the Bears outright, and I'm going to take the under in this game. Uh, the final NFL game we have for this week are Kirk Cousins, if I die, I die, Minnesota Vikings, minus 2.5 against the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Sean, do you have any feeling on what's going to happen this game? Um, a little bit. Um... I'm going to, again, I'm going to start out with what I'm the most confident in, and that's going to be the under. Um, under, I found a number earlier, under Mike Zimmer, I think uh, in division games, 29 and 19 is the underplay for Minnesota. So that's going to be the lean force of what I'm going with the under on 45, uh, 45 and a half. And Aaron Rodgers has got some favorable numbers towards the under also um, in division games against Minnesota. Um, to go on the total, though, or go on the spread, I'm going to go Green Bay plus the two and a half. Aaron Rodgers has just heard so much shit over the offseason. Um, it's hard to imagine that he's just going to come out and just be flat and not want to just run the ball or just score at will against Minnesota. So I'm going to take Green Bay plus the two and a half just because it's a pissed off Aaron Rodgers, which is kind of on par with pissed off Nick Saban and kind of little spurts. Uh, so that's what I'm going with. Mitch? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Kirk, if I die, I die, Cousins, um, and the Minnesota Vikings, minus two and a half. And then uh, I'll also take the under because uh, I, I just don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. And, um, you know, for whatever reason, Green Bay's had their franchise quarterback for forever and refused to get them any weapons. So I, I don't really understand what their uh, the philosophy is there, but uh, – you know, they had plenty of opportunities to draft in some, uh, some new weapons and chose not to. So. Takes? Yeah, so looking at this, if you just look at the rosters, the Packers have the better team, in my opinion. I think that they were on the – you know, they, would play, they were one game away from playing in the Super Bowl, and then they got destroyed by the 49ers. So they're a good team. I think they were a fraud. I think they won 13 games last year. I still don't know how they did that. But they swept the Vikings. And I love Kirk, great dude. But I just don't see how the Vikings are – that the Vikings should be the favorites in this one. Um, I like the Packers plus the points. Both teams are going to run the ball like crazy. 
and um, I think Darren Rodgers pulls this one out in the end. So I might, I may even sprinkle some Packer money line on it just to get some better odds. But I like the Packers to win this outright. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm going to go with that's a bad man in uh, Green Bay, as Stephen A. Smith would say. I I'm not betting against that man. So I would like to take the Packers. I'd also go money line in that game as well as the under based on the trends that Sean pointed out. So we will move on to college football, which miraculously is somehow going to happen, maybe. Um, So the first game on our slate are UNC, Mac Brown and his squad versus the Syracuse uh, Orange. Uh, Sean? Yeah, I'm taking UNC minus the 23. You know, Sam Howell's coming back this season, who was a great freshman year last year. UNC returns a 100-yard rusher. They return a 1,000-yard pass catcher and every other skill position player on their roster, honestly. Um, the defense gets a second year under a new defensive coordinator and a new scheme, and Syracuse has just got a lot of problems right now. They're out of wide, receive, wide receivers. They're out running backs. They're out linebackers between opt-outs and guys just not playing um, due to other things. And I, just, I don't know how Syracuse goes – and covers 23 points. I just, I just don't get it. Mitch? Uh, I'm going to take uh, Q's plus 23. Um, I like Dino Babers a lot. And uh, I just – over three touchdowns, unless it's like Clemson playing Boston College or something, like for the most part, um, I don't think you're going to see too many in-conference games that get blown out quite like that um and then i'm gonna take the under um what what was the under in that one uh 65 and a half yeah i I don't think either of i don't think they score either of them enough like i don't think he's gonna score a lot but i but i think that uh, they keep it within that 23 uh, 23 points yeah, I forgot to mention, I'm also on the under two with Mitch. Takes? So, I might be le- – I'm kind of leaning towards the over in this one. Um, Syracuse likes to run the no-huddle offense. UNC has plenty of weapons. It's early in the year. I think defenses are suffering mostly in college football uh, with the lack of prep time, a lot of miscommunications. And I think Kyle is just going to pick every- pick Syracuse apart. Um, it's a big number, but it is college football and it could, you know, I like UNC in this one. It's a lot of points, but I don't see how Syracuse keeps this, uh, too close. Mac Brown, baby. Yeah, I'm with you takes again. Um, absolutely love Mac Brown. I love what he's doing. He's got that top recruiting class coming in next year. Um, that, that program's absolutely rolling right now. I think they're going to carry that momentum into the regular season. Uh, Syracuse, not really a football program. Uh, so give me the Tar Heels and the over in that game. Uh, the next college football game we have, uh, Florida State versus Georgia Tech. Florida State is favored by 13. Sean, where are you putting your money in that game? Georgia Tech plus 13. I'm going out on a limb with this one. Second-year coach, uh, Jeff Collins at Georgia Tech, uh, going up against Mike Norvell, his first year at Florida State. And Florida State coming off that Willie Taggart disaster of a year last year. Uh, James Blackman still playing quarterback at Florida State. 
They returned some of their weapons. They returned, you know, Marvin Wilson on defense, and they got some guys coming in. But I, I don't know. They've just had a lot of distractions this offseason between stuff going on with uh, Marvin Wilson and Mike Norvell, and there's the guy coming out about COVID testing results and being hidden. I just don't know what's going on in that locker room. And I think Georgia Tech uh, – I don't think Georgia Tech wins, I'll say that, but I think they cover 13. And then flipping it over um, – I'm going to go on the under two. I just don't know how many points are scored in this game. I think it's kind of a slugfest style. I don't know if Florida State gets it going through the air. I think this turns into more of a ground and pound game. Um, and then we'll go under there too. Takes? I like Georgia Tech uh, plus the points. I know they don't run the triple option and they kind of made the switch to like a spread offense but I still they still like to run the ball I think it's going to be a really um grinded out type of game like Sean said uh Florida State I don't really know what to expect from them new coach uh they they got some dudes as Harlan Barnett would say but you know James Blackman I feel like he's been there forever um I just don't know what to expect from Florida State. So I'll take I'll take the points with Georgia Tech, and I expect Florida State to win, you know, a close one. Yeah, I also like the Yellow Jackets in this game. Uh, obviously don't like them to win outright, but I do think it seems like every one of their games seems to be semi-close and respectable. Um, they really can control the clock. So I like them to cover the 13 as well as uh, hit the under in that game. So for our last couple games, we're going to be switching over to the NBA. We um, have a game seven tomorrow. Brad, does Mitch the- get to talk? They get to- yeah, yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't pick that one. Oh, my bad, Mitch. <laughs> I'm skipping ahead. You went, you went to dates, and I went cool because I was looking something up on my phone anyway. Um, <laughs> I just, uh, anyway, so I, I think FSU covers. I think uh, Mike Norvell comes out and – and gets a you know gets a pretty decent win in his first uh, in his first game at Florida State, um, but I also I'm going to take the under 52 because I don't think Georgia Tech's going to score uh, score enough to get up there. So. Okay, and then tonight we have the Boston Celtics uh, favored by two and a half against the Toronto Raptors. Uh, I know this is in Bacon Wire. This has been a, a series that uh, has been a little contentious if we've had people on both sides of this. Uh, so starting off with uh, Sean, who do you like in this game? I like Boston minus two and a half. Um, if we didn't, if Boston didn't get screwed out of game six, we wouldn't even be here in game seven. So, I mean, I'm going to take the better team. Mitch? Uh, give, me, uh, give me Toronto. Um, I think, you know, they're trying to prove that uh, it wasn't off to last year. I think uh, Kyle Lowry – is uh you know trying to prove that he can be lead the team that he you know he can be Batman doesn't you know doesn't have to be Robin. Um, I like uh, Van Vliet in there as well. Um, he bought he bothers me though. He looks like he's my size, but he's really like you know probably got got half a foot on me if not more. I don't really know how tall he is, but but he just looks short and stocky out there. Um, hopefully he doesn't take any more like shots 18 feet beyond the arc like he did last night towards the end of the game and they're trying to when they were trying to tie it but um I think Tor- I think Toronto gets it done and I also hate Boston so you know I'm, I'm from New York so you, you can't can't 
take Boston. Can't do it. Uh, I think uh, I'll take the over though. So okay, takes. Takes. Okay. I know you're a huge Boston Celtics. <laughs> Me and my boy uh, Bill Simmons, but <laughs> so. I mean, it's been such a weird series. Uh, Jason Tatum thought Nick Nurse was on his team and threw the ball out of bounds in the final minute. Uh, they lost by, because they put in Taco Falls and they forgot to guard someone. Uh, Brad Stevens, not his best moments there, but I'm going to ride Boston until I die. Um, they're, they were my pick to win the Eastern Conference and then lose to the Lakers, so I'm going to roll with them. I think Tatum takes another step towards his uh, superstardom. Uh, Pascal Siakam hasn't played well at all this series. Uh, and then everyone's played a ton of minutes. So I just, you know, the best player I think is Tatum. So I'm going to give the edge to Boston. And uh, I think the, what is it? The total is like 208. Every game has been really low. Well. How much is it? 203 now. 203. Yeah, if it's 203, then I'll definitely be going. I'll be uh, taking the over on that. Uh, this isn't the 90s anymore. But Marcus Smart will also have a big game and probably punch someone in the face. So I like Boston. <laughs> I am absolutely riding with hashtag We the North. Um, I'm a big Nick Nurse fan. I love what he's done with that franchise uh, last year, then coming back this year. Uh, really done a great job there. I'm out on the Boston Celtics. I think Mitch alluded to it. I don't like the city of Boston, anything about them. That's a whole other subject that we can touch upon. Um, game six was really chippy. Uh, there's some – Marcus Smart was trying to maybe fight at the end. You know, NBA players get a little into it. Uh, he was held back. Nick Nurse, he was chipping a little, chirping a little bit. Um, like Take said, he kind of got in the way and forced a turnover by Jason Tatum in the corner, uh, wearing that green, which is a little interesting. But I do like Toronto uh, outright, and I will go with the over. I know the over last game, it took overtime to get there, and that still almost didn't get it done. Um, so give me Toronto, Moneyline, and the over. And our last game of the pick em are um, – Brad, can I add something to that? Yeah, absolutely. So I do some um, player props. If you ever see – I think – uh, the last game, they had Marcus All at seven rebounds. If you ever see something like that, you smash whatever you can on that because he hasn't gotten, like, over five rebounds all playoffs. So it's a, it was, like, a little bit of free money. Write that down. I like that one. <laughs> and for our last game, we have the Los Angeles Clippers minus eight against Gary Harris and the Denver Nuggets. Sean? <sighs> You had to throw the Gary Harris part in there. Now I now I can't pick with a clear mind. Um, <laughs> Clip, Clippers minus eight. Um, I just think that the Clippers are the better team. I can't see Denver. They've, they've done a great job this far making it this far. I think the Clippers get it done. Um, I also think this game goes under. This series has had a couple unders in it so far. So I think that's kind of what the trend is so far in this series. So I'm going to go under as well. Mitch, I know you're the, the president of the Gary Harris fan club. You going yeah, with them I, one more I time? Do, I, I, I do. I, I do love Gary Harris, but uh, no, nah, I got I to go with the Clippers. Um, I just think cause they are too deep. Um, and I think um, Nuggets are having a little bit of chemistry issues. You had MPJ talking to the media about not getting the ball enough yesterday or um, 
And, uh, you know, as a rookie, you should probably, you know, keep that in-house. And uh, for whatever reason, um, I can't think of the Nuggets coach name right now, but he's got a hard-on for Paul Millsap. And I understand that Paul Millsap's getting paid big money, but every time I see him out there, uh, he's, he's screwing something up. He's missing an easy rebound that he should have. So I'm going to take the Clips uh, minus eight. And uh, I'm going to take the under as well. I don't think they get to, what is it, 217? Uh, yes, yeah, I don't think they so. get to 217. Uh, I mean, unless there's overtime, but I don't think it's going to be that close. So I don't think that that's going to uh, really matter. Side note, uh, Paul Millsap's jersey reads vote for Millsap. Um, I would definitely not be doing that. <laughs> Takes? It's got to be the Clippers here. Uh, Kawhi Leonard just blo- blocked a shot with his middle finger, and that was probably the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, it's they, they can't guard Kawhi. He can do whatever he wants out there, and the Clippers are just kind of waiting for LeBron at this point. Um, I like the Clippers to close it out. I think Denver's about done. They had a, they made it – they gave it a good run, but I think they kind of – the Clippers kind of broke their back. So I like the Clippers to finish it out. Yeah, the, the Nuggets need to uh, the Nuggets need to stop when Kawhi gets in the middle, set his feet, turn his shoulders, look right at the basket, and just rise up. Like they do that, I, I see that all the time. He's like right in the middle of the paint, just gets a clear clear lane right to it, gets a set of feet, and and just rise up with no uh, like no defense on him at all. And Kawhi just eats that alive. I mean, that's that's the game. He loves, you know, he's got that mid range. And uh, yeah, the claw. Yeah, I'm going to go with the – I'm actually going to go with Denver plus eight in this game. I don't think that they're going to go out like uh, – I don't think they're going to go out soft. I think they're going to come with one last punch. They've been pretty resilient in the playoffs coming down. Coming back from 3-1, that takes some guts. Um, so I, I like them to cover the eight points. Uh, over, I am going to take the over in this game at 217. Uh so, but I do like the Clippers do advance. Uh, and lastly, everybody, what is, real quickly, what are your best bets of the week? We'll start off with Sean. My best bet of the week is the Kansas State, Arkansas State college football under 54 and a half. Um, in the last 12 games, Kansas State is favored. The under is 10 and 2. And their last 21 home games, it's 16 and 5. And their last 27 overall, it's 19-7-1. So Kansas State unders are money. So that's where that's my burnt bacon pick of the week is the Kansas State, Arkansas State under 54 and a half. All right. I'm going to bet the mortgage on it. Mitch, I know you mentioned that the Lions minus three is your best bacon bet of the week. Uh, do you want to stick with that? Uh, I th- I'm sorry. I thought we were picking uh, games that we were like already betting. So I am going to come up with something else. So go to takes and I'll, and I'll grab something. All right, takes. Uh, my favorite is uh, parlay. Actually, it's going to be Tennessee. Um, right now it's minus two. I don't think that matters. I had a plus two, and I also parlayed it with the Seattle Seahawks. Um, I don't see how the Falcons can stop anyone. Shout out Carter. Um, Orlando's <laughs> angry season. <laughs> but, you know, they're going to, I mean, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are just going to have a field day. And then um, 
you know, Russell Wilson's going to do Russell Wilson things. Um, right now, I have that as my parlay, minus two and a half Seahawks, minus two and a half Titans uh, parlay. That's what that's my favorite bet of the week. I don't know if you can bet two mortgages, but do that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what we can do. Mitch, uh, I'll, maybe if I get a loan from Mitch, I can do that. <laughs> yeah. Mitch, who do you like as your best bet of the week? Uh, I was looking at um, Pitt minus 27.5 over Austin P. Uh, who the hell plays football for Austin P? Um, they're already 0 1 on the season. And uh, I just think Nardizzi. I think Nardizio will get it done. Uh, oddly enough, he's had pretty good offenses at Pitt, um, even though he's a defensive guy. Um, I just think that – I think uh, I'll, I'll lock in Pitt minus 27 and a half and the under 49. Okay. And then for my best bet of the week, I'm going to take Joe Burrow on his debut. I like them plus three. I like them to win it outright. So give me the rookie star and the Bengals. So with that said – those are our picks for the week. We will be back next week with some more. Uh, take our advice, win some money, and we will see you guys next week.